Forty years ago, a film appeared that was so shocking, so terrifying, it was sealed in a concrete vault deep beneath the earth. But even the new management of Sony TriStar could not contain the pure evil of the bloodening. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. the blood thing uh, uh, it's like a stephen king movie yeah yeah <laughs> you know i was really struggling to uh to figure out which quote you would use to open it <laughs> you're playing the greg game yeah it's a, <laughs> it's a classic game of of greg and 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 kevin now yeah that's right yeah <laughs> uh well welcome everyone to our show greg what's yeah. the show this is a show that is called two bad neighbors it is your encyclopedic compendium of all things simpsons seasons one through ten and i as alan pointed out am greg and i as greg just pointed out am alan and we are completely in sync with each other we are there we go nailing this yep um, Just call us Chris Kirkpatrick and Joey Fatone. Because we are Backstreet Boys. Oh, no, Greg. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you, uh, now, we're, now we're Backstreet Boys. Oh, Completely out of sync. <laughs> yeah, sorry. As they are famously to want to do. Yeah, I blew it. I blew it. That's okay. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Greg. Hi. <laughs> how have you been? Oh, that's a great question. I've been... You seemed a little hectic today. I know? was, yeah. yeah. I was a little hectic today. Um, would you like to know why? I sure would. So I'm editing on my computer and 4.15 rolls around. I've been editing for about four hours straight. I get like wired in and it's just like I'm trying to figure out this Patreon stuff that yeah, we're going to be you're doing. you into the Matrix. You know it. Yeah. And then on my little uh, alarm clock, it says, ba-boom! TBN recording today at 4.30 at 4.15, and I'm like, oh my god, I completely forgot about this. <laughs> it's a good thing you have that calendar reminder. It's great, yeah. I, I I always put it in my calendar now because I've, of course, learned um, from the past, and we try not to make the same mistake twice, so um, when you got here, I was uh, I was ready to go. We managed to, we managed to get ready. We managed to watch it. I even managed to eat the leftover Indian food before it went bad, so you know what? I think you did me a favor. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I am returning it by letting you keep a stick of butter in my fridge. <laughs> what? Exactly. What? Listen, listen. <laughs> this guy shows up. <laughs> this guy shows up at my house, and he brings me my favorite coffee mug, which I appreciate. You had left at a friend's house. Yeah, which was which was really great. I appreciate you did that. You're welcome. Um. And he also has a stick of butter in the other hand. Well, well, this is a, actually a classic Alan move. <laughs> he, he's got butter all over the all over this province. <laughs> he's got butter it's... in your fridge right now, Kevin. <laughs> oh yeah, oh like twenty in in Kevin's fridge. <laughs> okay, so here's here's the really dumb story that <laughs> yeah that I'm gonna need to tell now. Absolutely, is I ran out of butter uh -huh. yesterday. Uh, well, a few days ago, but I noticed I was out yesterday because mm -hmm. I went to cook a meal that required a couple tablespoons of butter, and I didn't have it, so I'm like, damn, won't be able to make that, so I'll make it tomorrow, but I need to get butter. <laughs> yesterday was too busy, <laughs> so <laughs> planning out my day today, I was yeah. like, okay, I'll pick up the butter on the way to Greg's, and then I realized as I was parking, I was like, well, if I leave the butter in my car, it's, it's kind of hot out. It might melt. So I was like, well, I'll just leave it in Greg's fridge while I record, and then I'll take it home. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, this caused a whole kerfuffle. <laughs> just a really just funny confusing, thing. Confusing Greg to the nth degree. Yeah, it's a really um, <laughs> cu- curious. It's a curiosity. It's a curiosity, yes. Yeah. As I am, uh, it's something I do. Yeah, so have someone, you know. Gotta come, keep you on your toes, Greg. Come to your door with a stick of butter and say, can I put this in your fridge? Yeah. And I'm like, well, of course you can. It's like a, it's a brick of butter, let's be clear. Yeah, yeah. It's not like. Uh, it's not one of those little little sticks. No, no. It's a not. lot of butter. I I like the, the ones that are. It, it causes more damage to the environment, but I like the ones that are in sticks. Already. Oh, I do too. Uh, to be fair, I would have bought those if uh, the Shoppers Drug Mart carried them. Yeah, they are more expensive, sure, to be sure. But. So it's so to, convenient. You have to go, yeah, you have to go to one of those big box stores like Safeway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the notoriously large yeah. consumer store Safeway. Yeah, get out of here with yeah. your big business and your capitalism. I'm going to the the mom and pop store Shoppers Shoppers Drug Mart. <laughs> are they owned by the same corporation uh, now? Probably. I don't know. Everything is. Loblaws? Speaking are they of, both Loblaws? Uh, that, that sounds right. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> Safeway, I think, is Sobeys. Sobeys. Oh, yeah. That, but isn't Sobeys so. Loblaws as well? <laughs> yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah, they've all been purchased by... Listen, we Because I know IGA is, is Sobeys. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Uh, we, uh, Kevin and I both worked at an IGA. <laughs> Kevin much longer yeah. than I did. The same um, one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. I worked there for, uh, what, two weeks? <laughs> uh, about that. Yeah, and then I yeah, and got then... unceremoniously fired. Is that the shortest you've ever because worked it, somewhere? Uh, no. Well, oh. eh, I, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I'd have to think about it more, okay. but... Definitely, it was. Uh, I was working two jobs, and then I was telling the manager of the sa- of the, the Safeway, the uh, IGA, "Here's my shifts at my other job. Please schedule me around them." And eventually, they were like, uh, "You're taking too much time off, so you're fired." <laughs> I was like, "All right." <laughs> I, when I when I asked for this job, I thought it was clear it was a an additional job, like a you know another part time. Anyway, that's a whole thing. Uh, we are here to talk about the Simpsons. Uh, I wanted to mention we are talking about monopolies, and I figured that's a good segue to plug. Yeah, what you uh, you've been working on the thing you were editing today is our Monopoly episode, which will be coming out on our Patreon at the end of the month. So yeah. uh, look out for that, everyone. Uh, if you want to learn about why Monopoly is one of the worst board games ever, but one of the best teaching tools about why capitalism is garbage. Yes, yeah, it is a it is a really fun microcosm. Yeah, but the fun do you, do lasts guys, maybe half an hour. <laughs> do you guys just like play Monopoly while? Well, the micros or we, it's a video. It's a video one. So, oh, okay. uh, and we got our friends the Cinevals to join us, um, and so it's a, a four-player game. Yep, very exciting, very intense. It's Simpsons branded Monopoly as well. I should uh, oh, okay. make that clear. So it's not just we're not just playing OG Monopoly. Yeah, that's why we did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I, I'm glad that you said that it's one of the worst games because I've always hated. Monopoly. Yeah, it's dumb, and it's uh, <laughs> you know it was invented to to teach about how capitalism is bad because as soon as someone gets a monopoly in the game they're near unstoppable uh and everyone else the 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 poor stay poor and the rich get richer that's exactly it yeah Yeah. isn't there a simpsons joke about it with the it's like parker brothers when are you gonna rest (laughs) before you like ruin another family or something like that well there's another one and it's very very overt and it's mr burns saying i have a monopoly to maintain right I already own the power plant and the waterworks and that hotel on Baltic Avenue. That's right. That hotel is a dump and your monopoly is garbage. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. Um, well, 
we have a new guest. We do. As as you have already surmised, I'm sure, by hearing uh, his voice. He's right here. Uh, <laughs> well, Hello. He's not, he's not physically here, as <laughs> no. uh, he lives in a different city, but it's Kevin Johnson. And if you're thinking, hmm, that's a familiar last name, I wonder, I wonder if uh, Alan Johnson is any relation. Spoiler alert. It's my brother. <laughs> hey. Hi, brother. Hi, brother. Uh, Hi, first, Greg. Time, first time guest. <laughs> Hi, Kevin. <laughs> uh, first time guest, longtime brother. Uh, he, <laughs> for what, 34 years now? How old are you? Yeah, well, well, you're like 40 years older than me, All right? right? All right. <laughs> Damn yes! it. Damn it. <laughs> yes! You know, I bring my family on with the hopes of having some kind of moral support, and he just pulls an Ife. He just dives right into the antagonistic villain role. Oh, boy. All right. Well, we, we like to do I'm a sorry. segment. I'm really trying to... I'm really trying to get on Greg's good side. I know, here, so. I know. You're it's, there. It's tough. It's tough to get in. He's he's a notoriously prickly pear. Yeah, I'm a notorious grump roast. <laughs> um, but we have a segment we like to do with the first time guests. But because I know my brother very well, Greg, yeah. why don't you take this one? All right, sure. Kevin, I have a question for you, and it's a simple one. What's your okay. story? Hey? Yes, and you mean in relation to The Simpsons? Yes, right? I do. In relation to The Simpsons, okay. i.e., do you have a favorite episode? Where did your relationship with The Simpsons begin? Um, what was it like growing up as a kid? Because uh, people of our age, not so much Alan's, have grown up <laughs> with The Simpsons as uh, a childhood companion a lot of the time. And so if you have a favorite joke, a favorite memory, a favorite episode, we'd love to hear about it. Yeah, so, um, I mean, it's probably pretty similar to Alan, but... Uh, I grew up with the Simpsons just always being a part of our life. Um, we watched it every Sunday. Uh, I never really thought about like, this is a good show or I like the show. It was just always the Simpsons is on. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> um, I, I feel like I watched it for longer than it was good, mm. but I think that's, that's pretty common for a lot of people. Like you probably just don't realize that it's, it's not that good anymore. Um, I was tr trying to think today when the latest episode was that I watched. Um, I'm pretty sure it was before the movie came out. Mm -hmm. uh, because when the movie came out, I, I chose to watch that because I heard a bunch of the old writers were coming back yeah. to do it. Um, but the last thing I remember is uh, Ned Flanders getting a new girlfriend or like a country singer girlfriend or something. Right. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Yeah, it like it's the it's shortly after Maud dies, I think. Yeah, uh, like maybe in the same season, but maybe the sec the season after it, and then yeah, there's that country music, uh, religious gal, and they yeah. he like asks her out at the end of the episode, and if I yeah. remember correctly, she doesn't return right away, like for she, a while. Yeah, she like maybe comes back later, and it's like, oh yeah, this was a thing that he was trying, and yeah. Yeah, so like speaking of Maud dying, I think that was when I actually stopped liking the show. <laughs> that, was your, I, I remember, that was your moment. Yeah, yeah, like I remember there was a uh, a lot of advertisement for like somebody will die on The Simpsons, yeah. and like when it happened, and it was like I was simultaneously disappointed that it wasn't like a better character, and also that they treated that character so poorly with that <laughs> death. Yeah. Like they they made it like a marketing tool that mod's gonna die and mm -hmm. like i just kind of felt bad for flanders <laughs> yeah um but yeah like i now like looking back i i like the show a lot less after season 10 like you guys yeah um 
but I actually, I think I consumed most of my Simpsons uh, media from Alan. You probably remember this book that we had that was mm -hmm. like a Simpsons guide. Yeah, I still have it. It was like, yeah, like every episode, it would like go into like what the couch gag is and like uh, memorable quotes and stuff. And yeah. I would just sit at the dining room eating cereal and reading that book for like hours. Oh yeah, that was the ritual uh, I did as well. It was uh, it was definitely a, <laughs> a family tradition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then I, I thought that I, uh, I thought that you and I had like, we, we liked it a similar amount. Uh, but then one day I remember, I think this is when you and I were, uh, renting a house together mm -hmm. and, uh, I remember coming home and you were watching the DVDs with commentary Oh yeah, <laughs> and I sat down and like, I tried to watch it, but the whole time I just wanted to watch the episode and I was just like, Alan, you know, you can hear the jokes a lot better if you turn this commentary off. <laughs> Yeah, so that, so that right. was kind of, yeah, that was the point where I realized that Alan is like a super <laughs> Simpsons fan and I'm like more of a casual Simpsons fan. There's also something very calming about the commentaries. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say that yeah. like, cause on, on a number of occasions I, I've turned them whenever I had a, a, a DVD copy of it, um, I would turn the commentaries on and it would just be something for me to fall asleep to, even though it was like new information People in commentaries are often like basically podcasting. They have like a, yeah. they're very close to the mic. It's very much a, a sound booth. It's almost like a public radio. I mean, like atmosphere. joke with each other and yeah. stuff. And so, yeah, it, yeah, it was one of those things where I, I, I loved hearing all the behind the scenes stuff, but I also just like, I liked getting into that world of like, here's how the writers actually were, like, yeah. you know, to get an idea yeah. of who they actually were as people and not just this, this esoteric, like, unknown. And that was when I first kind of realized the kind of the concept of like TV writing as well and how it worked, you know. So, um, yeah, I mean, it was definitely I, I loved, uh, as I've said before, I think I've lo I loved buying the DVDs. I'd go as soon as I like as they were released and I'd go home and pop the first disc in, watch all the episodes on that disc and then go back and watch all those same episodes with commentary and then switch discs and, you know, so on and so forth. So. Um, I mean, you get your money's worth, right? And there were some people hidden commentaries, too. I don't yeah. know if you, you remember that, but there was, like, some commentaries you had to, like, find on the DVD menu, like, change the audio uh, input or what or output or whatever. Because uh, I remember very specifically there's one, uh, it might be Bart Gets, uh, Bart Gets Famous or it might be Marge vs. Mon Mon Monorail. One of the ones that Conan was involved in in some way where Conan did a commentary for it, but it wasn't the main one on the DVD. Like you right. had to, you had to seek, you had to seek it out. And I remember thinking, Oh, this is a nice little, <laughs> a little secret just for me. <laughs> See that, that kind of stuff I would have probably found interesting when I was, when I was younger, but now I would find that infuriating <laughs> because it just, it like just, the Memento DVD? It, it just, I was about to say, it just strikes me too much like the Memento DVD. It's like, we, don't you make solve me a puzzle before do you can a watch the movie, fucking Greg. logic memory puzzle <laughs> so that I can watch this movie. Just let me watch the damn movie. Seven is just right over there, and I can put it right in the DVD player, and it'll play, and it'll give me generally the same experience. If DVDs were released, uh, or like that technology existed much earlier, I wonder if they would have done something similar to... Uh, like old PC games had copyright protection. Yeah. Where you had to like answer like certain questions in the manual or you had to uh Legion Suit Larry, I remember it was to <laughs> it was to avoid kids playing it. Right. So it'd be like, here's questions only adults would know. Um 
and it'd be like, you know, who is the so-and-so vice president of this person? You know, something like that. And the, the internet and didn't exist. And we just exist. go ask our parents. Well, yeah, the internet didn't exist, so you can just Google it. So it was actually a barrier for us as kids. And I remember uh, there was only a certain amount of questions, though. So eventually we just memorized those answers to those <laughs> questions once we figured them out. Um, and so we could still play Leisure Suit Larry. There have uh, been so many presidents. <laughs> since you brought it like up. It, <laughs> like United States presidents yeah, or presidents yeah, no, in general? Because like agreed on the second part. Uh, definitely on only the second 46 part. Only of the first. Thing. That's a lot. That's <laughs> so many. But compared to episodes of The Simpsons, Greg? It's nothing. Do you know how many episodes of The Simpsons have aired as of last Sunday? Uh, I know they just hit 700 yeah, recently. That's the one. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. Most That's recent, way too many. Yeah. The most recent Sunday episode was uh, episode 700. And I believe it's the episode that uh, broke a lot of people's brains because it uh, it's Homer as a teen in the 90s. Oh, yeah. They shift the continuity yeah. again. Yeah. And then the writer uh, shot back at the internet and was like, listen, the show's always had a, you know, uh, not even an elastic universe, which, which is what we call it. Uh, I can't remember what he said, but he said, like, basically every episode is its own continuity. And that there's no like uh, things that carry over to episodes, and it's like that's kind of right now, but like for a long time, like even up to season twenty, I want to say, like up to the movie, there was a clear continuity, yeah. even if like you know they didn't care too much about it. There was still like Lisa goes vegetarian, Barney gets sober for a bit, you know, there, there was stuff, and then even the the canonical like past of how Marge and Homer met, stuff like that, that gets toyed with a bunch. But it was never changing. It was never shifting the time around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, like we we did a Patreon about some of those uh, canon breaking ones, like Homer having a, a, a grunge band in the '90s. Yeah. Right. Um. And uh, Homer and Marge meeting as kids and stuff like that. But like that never tried to take away the fact that they met in the '70s. Is this a Simpsons newsreel? Kind of, I guess. Simpsons newsreel 2021. We did it. It's back. It's back. <laughs> I haven't really had a need for it in the a while. The segment is back. Uh, I just remember because Matt Groening, uh, you know, comment has has had a few comments in like articles recently, and just saying like, like, what do you, how do you respond to people who have said they 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 don't like the show anymore and all that sort of thing? And it's like, well, like the show is markedly worse can, compared to its heyday, and he just says, I don't think about that, and I'm like, no, nor should you. You make <laughs> so much money. <laughs> You, He's got an empire. You're you're worth so much money. Why would you think about this show at all? He's probably working on Disenchantment season four. Yeah, and we all uh, wish thank him, him luck. For it. <laughs> <laughs> A great show that everyone loves. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. Yep. Um. Uh. Kev, what? Uh, do, I don't think you said. Do you have a favorite episode? Oh yeah. Um. So I have a couple that I really like. Like I like uh, "You Only Move Twice." Like Alan, I'm sure that's still your favorite. You got um, it. And then, uh, like I like "Itchy and Scratchy Land," uh, uh, "Boy Scouts in the Hood." Yep. Um, and I think my favorite might be "Lemon of Troy." Mm. Oh wow! What a great choice! Uh, that's a good one. <laughs> uh, I really like that one. Uh, I have one that uh, I really like, but I can't watch because last time I watched it, I got dumped. Oh no! <laughs> like while you were watching it, while I was watching, oh, no. it. <laughs> it was like a three-year relationship, and um, 
we were in the middle of watching Lisa on Ice. Oh, no. Oh, no. And uh, it was right during my favorite joke of the episode, too, when Marge keeps showing them Milhouse's teeth. <laughs> Just look at Milhouse's teeth. Mom, stop showing <laughs> so, us those. So that, even though that's like one of my favorite jokes from The Simpsons, that's like... <laughs> it's seared in your brain. Yeah. yeah, it's permanently connected to like... a painful memories now so sad now, yeah. now i'm sorry to dive into this because you said it's a painful memory but you brought it up so uh i'm uh-huh. just curious if it was because you said it was during that joke was it because you laughed really hard at that joke <laughs> and they're and they like they're like that's that's wrong that's a bad joke to, we must break up now uh, well, oh was that the, she yeah actu- was that the instigator that the catalyst <laughs> she actually uh, has no teeth and uh, <laughs> it was because she lost them in a hockey game that's right so no, I know it was poor taste. I know if I may, I know exactly how this what what this was like because mm-hmm. um, the same thing happened to me. The Long. exact same episode. The exact, exact same, same episode. No, it was Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> oh no! But um, uh. it was the the basically the same idea. Yeah, um, a certain thing now yeah. reminds you of that memory. Yeah, it it absolutely does, and it's like what part of Buffy was it? I think it was during the mayor season. Cool, great yeah. season. Yeah, we love that season. <laughs> I like that season. Yeah. Um, and it was like, it was just, you know, it was bad. It was a bad, bad feeling. Yeah. It was a, it was a bad feeling, but I love that mayor. I, listen, uh, Richard, Richard Wilkins, the third, uh, you know, we stand a legend. Yeah. Um, Say what you will about his politics, but he turns <laughs> right. into a giant snake. So. Uh, good show. Um, well, that's great. Thanks. Thanks for telling us your story, Kev. You're welcome. I needed to get it out. <laughs> Um, so we are here to talk about, uh, a different episode of The Simpsons. Yeah, we sure are. <laughs> uh, it's called Wild Barts Can't Be Broken. It's the 11th episode of season 10. Yep. It's written by Larry Doyle, directed by Mark Irvin. Original air date, January 17th, 1999. Now, what's everyone's favorite wild Bart? Mine's Bart the Bear. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to respond to that? <laughs> I was I was not prepared for this question. <laughs> I'm just saying, and you know, he couldn't be broken, <laughs> or was That's he broken? True. Well, he was broken in the sense that they trained. Well, he can't him. be, but he but he was trained, but he wasn't broken in half. So it really depends on how you define broken, right, Greg? <laughs> Yes, that's, what, that's all we're going to talk about. It's the title of the episode. I'm sorry. I'm just looking. I'm just trying to look at other stuff that um, Larry Doyle. Oh, uh, he did Girly Edition. Was his first episode? That was his first one. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he did Terror of Tiny Tune uh, from the Trio segment this year. Okay. Very. That's nice. all I found. In my brief research. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm just uh, looking for it. Oh, film writing credits. Here we are. Oh. Uh, duplex. Oh, the Danny DeVito movie? Yeah, that's a bad movie. Um, I Love You, Beth Cooper. Okay, I I mean, I think I saw that once, and I remember little to nothing about it. But the crown jewel of his film film writing credit is uh, Looney Tunes Back in Action. Oh, with Brendan Frage. Yeah, the very same. Uh, So he writes another episode in this season called Simpsons Bible Stories. Oh, boy. Yeah, Uh-oh. with it, two well, other co-writers. I was going to say, yeah. yeah, he probably writes one of the um, segments. Uh, he writes Pygmalion, and it's a mad, 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 mad Marge. Okay, Pygmalion, I remember, is where Mo gets hot. Yep, that's right. Ooh. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> he becomes a... Uh, you mean hotter. That's right. <laughs> he becomes a soap <laughs> opera star. 
Um, yeah. And oh, in, I do it, in the that. show, it never ends. It. That's the name. That's of the, the name of the show. The, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's real clever. <laughs> that was that was a that was a long writing session to come up with that <laughs> funny take on soap operas. And then, of course, he writes because they never end. Greg. Yeah, he writes worst episode ever. Oh, the one with the jockeys. Oh, it's that one. Okay, yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the one. I mean, it yeah, would, yeah, it would make sense. Yeah, is that the one where comic book guy is like the main, the main story in that? No, sorry, uh, comic book. Bo- that's this is the one where comic book guy suffers some, a massive heart attack. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he hires Barton Milhouse as his replacements, and it's bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Larry. Right, they take over the comic book store. Yeah, you didn't have a chance on that one. And he also has written a lot for Beavis and Butthead, Rugrats, and Daria. Beavis and Butthead? Wow. Yeah. He got them both. In this economy. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, I guess, uh, what what did we think of Wild Bart's Can't Be Broken? Better than I thought it was is a real fart of an ending, though. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny because I... I remember the only thing I remembered about this episode going in was the song at the end. Yeah, but in my mind, it was an it was an original Simpsons song. You know what I mean? Like like the cl- like cl- a classic like monorail song, or you know, um, and I guess it, it, similar to that one more so in in a sense because it is aping a classic musical. It's Bye Bye Birdie. If you didn't is know. this not a Simpsons original? It's well, like the lyrics are original, but it's, but it's a based tune? on based on a Bye Bye Birdie song. Oh, okay, yeah. And so, like, and I, I'm sure when I first watched the episode, I never even heard of Bye Bye Birdie. And yeah. so maybe in my memory, I was like, oh, it's a new song they made. And I still haven't watched it, but there's a, <laughs> there's a Mad Men episode <laughs> where they have a Bye Bye Birdie like bit happen, mm. and it reminded me of that immediately yeah. when I was watching it this time. And so I looked it up, and sure enough, it's from Bye Bye Birdie. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like a recognizable tune now. Um, and then they just put in their dumb lyrics. And so I was really disappointed by that song this time because I was like, I was I was excited because my memory was oh at the very least it has they're trying they're trying to do the classic Simpsons thing of making a cool fun song that will be memorable, and it's not <laughs> it's a bad song. It's interesting because "See My Vest" is one of the best Simpsons songs. Yep, and it's so clearly just a model of "Be Our Guest." But better lyrics, maybe I don't know. But like, I think it is. I think yeah. the the lyrics of "See My Vest" are so clever. I think it helps you that it's just Burns singing the whole time. Yeah. I think in this one, having like the different adults and the different kids sing various times, they all suck. They, yeah, they're bad singers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Sorry, then, you know, I really, have... like even when even before you told me that it's based on a Broadway musical song, I I, I didn't like this song. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, me neither. Um, you know, it has such great lyrics as they strut around like their farts don't stink. There was a lot of uh, humor like that in this episode. I found like a lot of like butt humor. poop and butt butt humor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's because it's about kids and, and kids yeah. like butts and poop. They do millennials <laughs> and Greg. Greg likes butt jokes and poop well, jokes. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> two story outhouse. <laughs> <See>? <laughs> Got my job back at the park <laughs> with the two-story outhouse. Did you really? Yeah, I did. When's that start? That starts on April 12th. Ooh, boy. You want to come down this time? Yeah, I'll try this yeah, time. Okay. <laughs> but you need to prod me and remind me. Yeah, I will. You know that. Yeah. You should know that about me by now. Absolutely. We'll um, do it. We'll make sure we do it before the final episode goes up. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah so anyway, in general, I agree, Greg. The, the episode isn't as bad as I remembered, or like isn't as... 
I, I again, like I didn't really have a bad uh, memory of this episode, just like a kind of a nothing memory. I just remember like so much of the like the second half where it's like, well, I guess not even the second half, just like the third act where they're like, oh, we're gonna do this curfew thing, and then in the third act we're gonna do this the radio the the radio thing. I remember mostly the radio and the yeah. song, Same. and everything leading up to that feels like like the first two acts feel so disconnected from one another. Once again, a little bit of a badger plot. A little bit. A little bit. I wouldn't. Eh, I wouldn't it's go that far. It's a little bit. I wouldn't go that far. They spend a lot of time on the isotopes. I know. <laughs> and the thing is, but it I all love, coalesces. It does. It does it coalesces into them. I love the first act the of this. Yeah, I like the first act uh, of this episode. I think it's great. I think it's so funny. The isotopes suck so much, <laughs> and it's so great. Yeah, you know, in like while we were watching it, I was kind of uh, bemoaning. Uh, is that a word? <laughs> I was it sad. is a word. Yeah, a word. You know, you're good. Yeah, <laughs> bemoaning, yeah. Uh, the fact that it wasn't an episode about, like, uh, like fan fanaticism. You know what I mean? For sports yeah. teams? Because that's what they were, they were kind of teeing up, was yeah. the idea. And I think, which I think is very good satire about, you know, oh, my, like, even Homer's first thing they say, where it's like, why do you hate the isotopes so much? It's like, well, I used to love them, and then they hurt me, so now I hate them. And I'm like, that's so similar to so many people I know who are big sports like team fans. Yeah, we're gonna watch uh, an ep- uh, we're gonna watch a Flames game on Saturday on uh, on Zoom with a guy named Kyle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I, I don't mind saying it. He's exactly like that. <laughs> Come at me, Kyle. He definitely is. He's 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 all in when they're doing well, and yeah. when they're not doing well, he's like, boo, boo, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> And it would have been interesting if the whole episode like uh, had something like that, where the isotopes get really good and Homer gets really into the f- the fanaticism, and then you know they whiff it in the 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 finals. I don't. What's the finals in baseball? <laughs> World Series. I is mean, there's there's World there's series, the World yeah. Series, which is the copyright trademark registration TMCR of the Major League Baseball. But I don't think the isotopes are the majors. In fact, I think they go out of their way to say that the two good players were sent down from the majors. Yeah. So gotcha. they're, it's probably just like a, a national championship. Gotcha. Okay. But yeah, if they got to the, some kind of championship and then whiffed it in the end, and then that could be like the, the climax. And then Homer's like, they suck again, you know? Yeah. I don't know. That could have been more no, interesting. That's but instead, a better episode instead, than what we got. <laughs> instead. It's like, let's go trash the town. And then Wiggum's like, yeah, it's kids fault curfew. And like, we hate curfew pirate radio. <laughs> it's like song. And, Pivot. Oh, <laughs> pivot, pivot, and that being said, there were a lot more jokes in this episode that I laughed at than I ever thought I would have. That That's I even fair. than I ever remembered. There was a good chunk that I had a good chuckle at, uh, but I I actually got to the end of the episode and I didn't write down a favorite joke and I was like, oh shit! So I had to, I had to like kind of go back in my memory and remember which one made me laugh the most. So. It wasn't usually. It's like, oh, if something makes me laugh, I'll write it down, and then if something usurps it, then I'll write that down on top. Yeah, you know? no, it's definitely harder but this it was, season. It, yeah, it was hard yeah. to hard to pinpoint one. Like I've been having some good. Uh, I I do have a favorite joke in this one, and I I don't think it I don't think it was a difficult one for me. But there's been some episodes in this season where it's just been like, I don't know. <laughs> it's, I, this one, I guess. But yeah, I guess this <laughs> one. Uh, luckily, that's not the case, Kevin. Yes. Thoughts on the episode? Um, 
I kind of went had the opposite opinion of you guys. I remember this episode really well, and I remember liking this episode. Mm. And then when I watched it today, I did not like it <laughs> at all. <laughs> and I was I was really excited for it because I haven't watched Simpsons in over a year. Like I haven't watched any during uh, quarantine or anything. Uh, so I was like, oh yeah, I get to spend time with my my friends. I don't, I don't Homer know if this is my brother. I think Marge. Are you an imposter? <laughs> Um, I've been watching a lot. I've been doing my annual rewatch of The Wire. So, oh wow, you do an annual rewatch annual? Of it. Yeah, wow. it's, it's it's my favorite show ever made. So, I mean that's fair. But uh, I've watched it the whole way through once, and I've tried to rewatch it every so often, and I just get so like down. <laughs> it's, it's. I mean, yeah, it's pretty depressing. Yeah, but I like to live in that is, yeah. depressing <laughs> world. <laughs> I mean, I just rewatched um, Breaking Bad, which is, I mean, it's just a lot more exciting, but it's also very yeah. sad. So, yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I I like, so so when I started this episode, I was instantly disappointed with the, <laughs> like, like, very first joke is the Cindy Lauper yeah. Yeah. Uh, cameo. And it was like, I guess the joke is that she sings every song like girls just want to have fun. Yeah, <laughs> like, her only hit song, of course, right? Yeah, because she doesn't have other songs, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, I wonder if... So, yeah, I, like, I, I just I want to say like because we'll we'll talk about Cindy Lauper here because uh, this she is in the guest house and is that actually her? It's actually her. Wow, they got yeah. her on. Wow, for that and only that. And I do wonder if literally like that was like the joke they wrote and she was like, oh, that's what you want me to do. Yeah, you know, like it's just it does seem like that one of those weird celebrity like missing the point uh, and like maybe kind of insulting to her as a uh, for with her career, you know, and it really is. Yeah. But uh, but she's also, I mean, I, I love Cindy Lauper, but the the last thing I know that she did was one of the Celebrity Apprentice things, and she was a little unhin- unhinged. So I don't know if oh. you know if she's doing okay uh, mentally. Right. <laughs> she's been a force in the music industry for forty years. Well, you, do you know the fact that like the 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 whole thing about girls just want to have fun? No, like that's a cover. I don't know if you know that. I did know that. Yes. Yeah. So uh, Robert, uh, oh fuck, what's his last name? Uh, Robert Palmer, I want to say, uh, is the original artist of Girls Just Want to Have Fun. And his version of it is like this, like, biting, like, oh, fucking girls, oh, so Robert man. Robert Hazard. Robert Hazard, thank you. Yeah. Yes, Robert Palmer's the uh, Simply Irresistible guy. Um, but... Uh, yeah, he was he was basically like, uh, th- yeah, the song's like, like, oh man, these girls, they just want to have fun. I hate them. Like it's this like mean spirited, yeah, mean spirited like indictment against women. <laughs> and Cindy Lauper was like, fuck this guy. I'm taking that song and I'm making it an anthem for us. And it became a huge hit. And no one even fucking knows Robert Hazard's name. I didn't even remember it. So yeah. fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. And um, her uh, debut album. Um her, de- her debut album, which has uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun on it, is on Rolling Stone's list of 500 greatest albums of all time. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, she Bop. She Bop. That's a great one. Time After Time. Of course. Guys, mm-hmm. Time if, After Time. If you're lost, time. you can look and you will find me. Time After Time. <laughs> um, and All Through the Night. Yeah. She um, she won a Grammy Award in 1985, which, you know, who gives a shit? Um, <laughs> Don't throw your garbage down here. And then, of course, True Colors. Oh, yeah. True Colors yeah. is a great song. And then she had a hit with a cover of Roy Orbison. She covered Roy Orbison's I Drove All Night. Oh, I don't know if I've, I've probably heard it, but I can It's I, a I can. great song. Oh, good. Yeah. City Lopper is great. Yeah, but like Kevin was saying, the opening quote-unquote joke 
of her singing the national anthem, but then making it girls just want to have fun. And she yeah, wrote a musical. That's the joke. <laughs> she wrote Kinky Boots. Oh yeah, that is Cindy Lauper. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. Got so it. like, I, I, put on those I kinky boots. Just, <laughs> put on those. I don't know if boots. it just instantly instantly put me in a bad mood or not a bad mood, but like instantly made me just like turned off from the episode yeah. but i will say they won me over with the very next joke which was everyone leaving the the crowd and the announcer goes i just like to remind everyone that we still have a baseball game oh yeah, yeah. everyone's oh, like right. oh yeah, yeah okay. right. <laughs> um so I, yeah i like that whole i do like that whole segment generally of the yeah me too the baseball game and how the they they make it very clear that like very few people are out to watch this game uh and all the jokes about like the the pitcher who like um, like injures his hand when he throws and it's like oh his career's <laughs> over and like i don't know like a lot of that stuff really worked for me when he signals the bunt and then everyone just stands you know like crowds in and like gets him immediately it's like ah game over what's this he's signaling yes he is bunting <laughs> catch it's so good it's bad yeah. it's uh it, it it actually reminds me of like one of those things where it's like um, Simpsons did it first, but then South Park did it and did it better, mm. which doesn't usually happen. But they did do this joke where it was like they did it like there was a national anthem and then everybody started leaving the sports uh, a- after the national anthem. They, they, everybody started leaving the sporting event that they were there for. And it was because the reason that they were there and watching it was because they wanted to see if the one uh, black girl on the volleyball team would sit down during the national anthem. It was during all of that. Oh, it was. So this is a oh. re- more recent episode. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, I don't remember this, but it's because yeah. I can't yeah. stop yeah. watching. But yeah. and um and they're like, Colin, Colin Kaepernick, right? Yeah, it, it was a, it was, it was a, it was all about that. And the 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 funny part was like the the auditorium for this elementary school. <laughs> girls volleyball game was packed Packed, it's packed and then they're like oh you think she's gonna do it i have a hundred bucks on it if she does (laughs) and then she does and then the whole like the whole team sits and and they're like and they all just start filing out of the of the auditorium like oh that was so exciting that was great best game i've ever seen and then they start playing the game it's like the reason uh oh I always forget this, but it's one of my favorite things. What's the movie that the first Phantom Menace trailer was attached to? Do you remember? The movie. Yeah. That, oh. There was some movie that made an insane amount at the box office only because so many people were going to the theater to see the trailer and then and then leaving. <laughs> yeah, I remember this. But yeah. I, can't remember I don't know what the movie, movie it is. Oh, whatever. I'll look it up. Sometime. It's a 1999 movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll look it up. You guys keep it's, talking. It's some movie that came out in 99. Um but to uh, to refer back to the to the baseball game, I, I just like living in this part of the episode because it was yeah, me too. Yeah, it was my favorite part of the episode. Yeah. And when he's like, "Oh, he blew a rotator cuff. There goes his career." Um, <laughs> this is very good. Um, and then when it cuts to Moe's bar, what is it? Six months later, uh, something like that. Yeah. And and Homer walking in that just made me feel like there was there was a shot in it. And it was like Homer jumping back on the bandwagon, coming back in with his isotopes uniform head to toe. And then it cuts to a wide shot above of all of the people in the bar just watching the one TV on in Moe's bar. And it just, you know, made me nostalgic, A, for a time when we could do that. And right. B for you know a hope that perhaps maybe we get to that soon, and um, more importantly, the Flames are able to do that. 
for those of you not in the know, the Calgary Flames is <laughs> who I'm talking about. They will not be doing that this year. I am thoroughly off the bandwagon, but if they manage to pull it off, I will be wearing my Flames jersey just like Homer. Uh, the movie was Wing Commander. <laughs> With Freddie oh, Prince Jr.? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good for them. Uh, yeah. And so I don't think Wing Commander did like well enough for it to really, that's why I don't remember it, but I remember at least the first, uh, you know, first slew of box oh, that, office sales. That would definitely it. help. Yeah. Cause that movie is not good. No. <laughs> <laughs> Disappointing. Um, yeah, I agree. I, I felt the same kind of t- tinge of, uh, nostalgia, which feels weird to feel nostalgia for just a year and a bit ago, but, yeah. um, yeah. For something so simple. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, well, and it, it's like you said too, Alan. Like I feel like that that segment of the episode was very real to how people actually act to towards their their teams and stuff. Like yep. I I remember I'm not into baseball at all, but I remember a couple of years ago when the Blue Jays were like in the the finals. Yep. Uh, I was going out every every <laughs> night that they had a game to a, to a like crowded bar and just getting into it with the crowd and absolutely stuff. And, the first bass the first full basketball game I ever watched was the Toronto Raptors winning the championship. Yep, me too. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one to start on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was like I I was at a friend's house and like oh, like we were going to like go out for drinks so I, I, he's like, "Oh, but it's the the last uh the, the game. They might win tonight." So he's like, "I'm going to watch that." I'm like, well, "Okay, okay, I'll come over." And then like I had no interest in watching it, but I'm like, "I'll come over and we'll hang out and have beers while you watch it." And, but then I got I got into it and I was like I was being that like shitty sports friend who's like Wait, what does that mean? Why is there a shot clock? What? It, who? Who's? Who's got the ball now? <laughs> you know, it's like. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you think that's shitty, but anybody who's like, anybody watching a game, ju- and it's just the two of you, yeah, should be glad to explain everything. I do think that's. <laughs> it's true. I think in general, there's this weird like, uh, this this sense of superiority when you're on the other end, where you're like, yeah. oh, let me explain to you no, all the rules. yeah, let me tell yeah. you what the offside rule yeah. is. <laughs> Oh, you're wondering what that trapezoid thing is behind the net? <laughs> Let me tell you, they don't have it in lower leagues, but in the NHL. Let me explain who Martin Brodeur is. Yeah, <laughs> and, and why uh, that exists, and why that exists, why he broke the game, much <laughs> yeah, like Gretzky right. did, yeah. and yeah. when they had to invent two line passing for yeah, him, yeah. and then immediately got rid of it when he retired. <laughs> who do you think is going to break the game next? McDavid. McDavid. <laughs> He's close. Uh, Brad Marchand. <laughs> he's, he's gonna kill a ref <laughs> <laughs> or lick too many people. is he the guy who licked the licked the guy no i don't was think that? so brad it was one of the bruins it was i think it was wasn't it marshall i think it was brad marshall yeah the, i i was it was the it was the one it was him or the the one with like what's his name come on <laughs> I, I don't know the other guy the other chara one. i don't know no 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 <laughs> The the, other Bruins I, th- I think his name. I, I think about. his name begins with a uh, last name begins with a P. It's um, very very French. Uh, Petit, but you're, but you're probably right with Marchand. Philippe Petit. Yeah, <laughs> who, who I, yeah I'm pretty sure it's Marchand. Yeah. yeah, you're probably right. the man on wire himself. Um, but he was he was just paying it back because uh, back when Vancouver and Boston were in their finals, uh, was it Lapierre that bit? Yeah, bit that guy. Yeah. Oh really? <laughs> oh no, it was uh, Burroughs. Burroughs bit Alexander Burroughs, and we all think it was Lapierre because he's a professional troll. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean that 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 Canucks team was filled with professional trolls. Yeah. <laughs> I mean you gotta. You know. Yeah. You, how else are you gonna get to the? It's Stanley how you. Cup it's finals? how you win a championship. You know. 
Um, what if a new expansion team called themselves the Trolls? <laughs> That'd be fun. Would they go That'd on a world tour? Cool. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, there'd be the hip hop troll and there'd be the pop troll. What were all the troll? I the metal know. troll. I never watched it. <laughs> the country watch world, the, trolls world tour. There's the metal troll, no. like the rock and roll troll. Yeah, and, and there, there's, there's hip hop, hip hop, pop, and uh, country. Yeah, and that's it. Those are the those only the, music stops. Music genres that exist. <laughs> This is world tour, let me remind you. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Um oh boy. Uh anyway. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, Homer and the gang uh do their dumbass drunk driving trashing the town thing. Yeah. Um, which we've seen before. That's well, that's kind of how the New York episode goes too, is, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah. That that's like my big problem i'd say with this episode is that uh they have that drunk driving thing and there's like no repercussions for homer yeah or or barney carl or lenny like we you know they make the joke about how homer's like uh seen missing you know like he's blacked out essentially so he doesn't remember i'm sure yeah i'm sure once he sees his wrecked car it would it would at least inspire that memory so he'd be like no it wasn't kids it was me and i get that homer wouldn't fess up but also, like, seeing no repercussions for the other three who are with him and, like, not, you know. He's like, not even in the episode after that. Like, he's no. just, he's an afterthought. Yeah. Well, and whereas, that's kind of, like, I... Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. Whereas um, City versus New York versus Homer Simpson is all about his re- repercussions yeah, for going on a bender and entrusting his car to Barney. Yeah. And that's where I feel like a like a Homer drinking episode kind of needs to go. Like it's fine that they satirized his, the like the alcoholic father, but I feel mm-hmm. like when they they have something like him drunk driving and trashing a school, they probably need to like lean into the lesson a little bit more. Yeah, and that's that's something they definitely are moving away from as we as we go here. Like, uh, what was the episode? There was a recent episode where we had a similar. Uh, feeling about like there's no lesson learned at the end um was it the uh what was the one with the ship of lost souls <laughs> oh uh homer simpson in kidney trouble right yeah that was the one yeah, yeah. um yeah that was kind of a like what what did, so what did ha- what did we learn what did today? we learn here and it's like nothing they nothing. stole his kidney <laughs> yeah it was just a bunch <laughs> of stuff that happened <laughs> Um, yeah, and it is something, I mean, that's, you know, another big part of the show that I always appreciated back in the day is the fact that Homer would do a a horrible thing and there'd be some kind of lesson, at least like he'd realize, oh, I did a bad thing. Let me, let me make up for it in some way or, you know, something like that. And this one does not do that. It just immediately gets the pins of blame on the kids and then we just go and we just go with the rest of the plot. Um, they, also, it's it's kind of jerk ass Wiggum in this episode. <laughs> it's weird. It's weird. <laughs> it's just not usually his his uh, his um, uh, raison d'être. It's it weird, but fine. It's whatever. Like, <laughs> like I don't. I I really like. To me, there's there's no integrity in in characters that far tertiary. So like, do whatever you want with them. Yeah, I mean, I. If you're going to make mostly, someone yeah. the jerk ass. I mostly agree. Like, I, I don't, it's not something that's going to break the episode for me. It's yeah. just weird. And it's uh, because Wiggum's always been portrayed as an inept uh, chief. Yeah. And so as soon as he starts doing things that just, it's not even that he's suddenly like capable. It's just he's doing some like mean spirited things. Yeah. It just kind of goes against what I think the the creators always wanted to do with the, the authority figures, which is show them as bumbling idiots. 
in a way, I still think they do in this one. Yeah. Just because all of his ideas are bad. Well, Don't, even the fact that he's he's immediately like this is clearly the result of kids. Kids yeah. are now banned from life. Yeah, he like all yeah. of his his solutions are demonstrably bad. His deductions are incorrect. Everything he's done is bad. <laughs> his uh his, his, the people who work for him don't really like him very much. They they take pleasure out of scaring him. Um yeah. Uh he's he's a he's an asshole, so I'm like as long as you're not portraying him in a good way, it's fine for me. It 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 works. It's 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 yeah, fine. I understand like that. you can take different angles at him as long as he's not good. Yep. Again, yeah, it's not, a, I, I was okay with Wiggum. Yeah, it was, it's not really a complaint, more just like an observation of how weird it felt for me. The fact that he is so mean in this episode versus other episodes where he's never, I don't know, it doesn't ever seem like he's intentionally mean. He's just like, like he said, like kind of inept and, and that is what leads to a lot of his decisions. And it's still there in, in his portrayal in this episode, but just, uh, yeah, there's, I can't even remember. There's a moment that I can't even remember now where he, I was just like, Oh, what a asshole. <laughs> Where he sprayed dirt on the oh yeah that's I think that's that's were... probably at least one of the the things that felt yeah it was just like haha take well, that idiots and then what like, is that yeah. even like what yeah. are you doing <laughs> <laughs> that was weird adults will always win or something I can't remember exactly what he said kids will joke. never learn yeah and yeah because like, I think that was supposed to be a joke because he was, was like let this be a lesson to you that right. kids will never learn right. <laughs> so it's obviously they won't learn the lesson oh it's a it's that's... a paradox yeah his like the the biggest problem i have with him in this one is that he's just so one note he's unfunny he's not funny yeah like his note is mean and it's not funny yeah and like just the very the the logic of a police off like the police chief being able to call curfew without any consultation from the from from the town yeah, <laughs> the logic behind that is is a is a little bit of a <laughs> ambitious reach, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, I, maybe he could do that for kids, for minors, definitely not adults. Yeah, that's a whole thing. <laughs> uh, also, like, I mean, I mentioned this as we were watching it, but like, what a weird kind of relic of 1999, the fact that they're doing jabs at the internet. And like, uh, like we should put this on the internet. It's like, no, let's put it on something that people actually listen to. Or I can't remember the exact quote. The radio. And it's, yeah, the radio. <laughs> oh, you know, I didn't even notice that yeah. they said that. Yeah. Like, what are they trying to say there? <laughs> well, it's definitely around the time when the internet is at least a thing uh, that everyone's yeah. aware of. And, but it's still like the, the uh, idea of the internet that's at this time still is like, it's comic book guy who's on the internet. Steve you know? Jobs is back though. What? It's 1999. Uh, the, oh, I thought you meant like, this is breaking news. He's back. He's risen yeah. from the dead. He's back. The new iPhone's been announced Guys, I just by his got, zombie corpse. I just got an update. Steve Jobs is back. It's breaking on Apple right now. Uh, he says he what's has... This? He's canceling Apple Plus? Wow. Good hey, move. He's just making it all available to buy. Yeah. <laughs> Good move. Wow. What a hero. <laughs> what a hero! <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, he's back. He, what do you mean he's back in '99? <laughs> I also don't know his history that well. Well, Steve Jobs is back, and the iMac is out, and so the iMac is a computer that is designed primarily for the internet for internet use. It's, it's got like a built-in modem or something. Yeah, cool. It's one of those things where it's like you just plug it in, and you go. Doesn't have a built-in modem though. Oh, <laughs> so you lied to me earlier when I asked if it was a built-in modem. You said yes. What a stupid thing to suggest, Alan. <laughs> I'm just like I. I just mean like I would rather move on than call you out on it. Well, but <laughs> I, I wasn't saying it as a fact. I was I was asking the question. I'm 102. I don't know what modems are. Uh, but the the point is like it's it is going to explode like the next in the next couple of months. Yeah. So it like. But I think again, like around this time, there was such uh, like there was the Simpsons Usenet or whatever yep. uh, thing that was really popular, and I think the writers were basically like kind of like not angry. I don't know the right way, but like they were against that group of fans, you know. And so that's this is their they put this in the episode as kind of a biting like like ah these dumb idiots on the internet, no one cares about their opinions. Ooh, ah, that'll yeah. never catch on. Yeah, got them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, great bit. <laughs> great bit, writers. Um, mm-hmm. They're really, they're really nailing it. Um, so, I guess, yeah, let, we can talk about the, uh, um, the the pirate radio that they do. So, before we do that, oh, there's just one thing I do want to touch on. Okay, and it's the board games. Mm. Hippo in the house. Hippo in the house. <laughs> the game of Lent. Mm-hmm. Um. I forget the other ones. Citizenship. Right, Citizenship was the first one. Yeah. And there's a, another one, right? There citizenship was, yeah, looked like one that. that I would actually like to play. Yeah. <laughs> it's like diplomacy or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I would actually be kind of into that. So I don't know if you have access to that game, Alan. I don't. Um, I don't think it's real. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, hold, do you, do you oh, have oh, Hippo in the house, though? I, I do have Hippo in the house, but the Hippo's missing. Oh no! Uh, it's a very integral part of the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, sorry, I'm just looking at the on the synopsis page. It has uh, all the board games, and I'm trying to find it. I think we're just missing one. I know, but I'm yeah. It's I probably really not a big deal either. Yeah. No, I need to know. <laughs> okay, I must know. know. Um, it was my fault. We we uh, I, I sidetracked us at the board games. Um, I just thought you might want to talk about them. Because uh, you love board games, I do love board games. But like though, but the the board games as depicted in this episode are the like just like we were talking about with Monopoly, like that kind of uh, era of board games where they were just kind of like slapdash thrown together. Like I like the era of like, and it sounds so fucking pretentious, but like the game designer board games, where it's like, where like I know some board game designers, like I know the names of some board game designers because. They put a lot of work into it, and they actually like make it pretty well balanced. And you know, there's not, it's not just I don't know. They go to a candy land. No, they take <laughs> it as an art form. They they <laughs> exactly they take yeah. it as a like a product, a piece of art that they're going to give to you to have some sort of an experience. If video games are considered a piece of art, then board games, by their very nature, should also be absolutely. And one of my favorite things and <laughs> is 
buying a new board game and then just looking at it. Yeah. <laughs> like, obviously, I want to play it, but I don't have a lot of friends who like to play board games. So <laughs> I often will buy a board game and then look at all the pieces and be like, oh, th- I bet this would be fun to play. <laughs> and I read the instructions. And I'm like, ooh, I'll, I'll know this game really well if I ever play it with friends. And it very rarely happens. So, uh, yeah, board games are great, but um, friendship is hard. Do you have you ever had it where you get like super excited for a board game and like you learn all the rules and spend like a day learning the rules and then when you play it with people they all hate it? (laughs) Absolutely, that's a hundred percent happened. There, there's been times where I've brought up brought a board game out and like set it all up and started to explain it and I can just as I'm explaining it in the most basic way I can because a lot of board games you learn as you go like it's hard to just explain yep. all the rules right off the top and like I get that I think most people get that but like as I'm explaining the basic premise I can just see people's eyes glazing over and I'm like oh this is not going to go well <laughs> yeah I I hate explaining board games yeah. to people because yeah same thing I'll see people just take out their phones yeah uh, I had that exact that have you ever played space alert no, but it's one I've wanted to. Again, it's it's it's, it's one of those ones where I know it's like you need a solid crew because that's the whole point. Yeah, because yeah. I, I bought that game and I was so excited to play it. And as soon as I played it with people, they were not willing to learn the game at all. And <laughs> we, we lost immediately because well, yeah. they didn't want to learn the game. And then they were just like, this game sucks. And they still make fun of me to this day for picking that game. Sounds like you have dumb friends. <laughs> See, I think yeah, they're I'm, not my friends anymore. I think I'm much more able to learn board games now Mm. than perhaps like when we were doing board game nights uh years ago right um just because a got into dungeons and dragons and that game is all about rules yep there's so many rules there they fill volumes (laughs) and so like i'm and there's new rules released all the time all the time and they're fun (laughs) and so that just gets me like amped to learn mechanics so I, I like I find I, I'm better at finding the fun in mechanics. Yeah. And two, I watch board game reviews and tutorials mm-hmm. to fall asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because I think it's very relaxing. Yeah, yeah. And not stressful at all. And it's just really, really great sleep fodder. And that introduces you to the various different genres of games not like this is an action adventure game this is a this is a drama game this is a puzzle game this is a euro game this is a this is a bidding game worker placement a work a worker placement oh a resource management Mm -hmm. game these are the genres that i'm learning and like the more that you know those and if if i know those and then alan tells me this is a work replacement or resource management game i'm like okay we're going to be moving a, tokens around. I yeah. have a base knowledge of that. I understand a little bit about what that's about. So play I, uh, board games more, guys. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. They're so fun. I uh, I also love currently, like because I, I bought a game recently um, that I was gonna that I pitched to a couple friends, and I was like, "Past and Future Guests, The Isles," um, and. Uh, and I was like, they're not big board game people, but they like they're interested in it. They yeah. just they don't play a lot. And so I was like, well, I need to like come into this knowing this game really well. And so I read the manual a bit, but then I was like, hold on, I live in a, the YouTube era. So I went to a YouTube video that's just like, here's the basics for this game, and it's so nice. So like, I if anyone out there is you know a board game uh, fan, or if you're maybe board game averse, and it, because the rules are often like a barrier for you, YouTube tutorials are one of the best 
like things that's happened for board games in my opinion because yeah. it it, sh- it will show you like you know with images what's happening and so you can get it's so much easier to grasp a lot of the rules by just watching someone walk you through how it works and you can do it on your own time so like you know i was i i don't need to watch that and then explain it to my friends i watch it on my own time and then i come in knowing everything uh it's just a lot easier um and then you know if you have friends who (laughs) are willing to they could also watch it on their own time and then they you know you can all come into the game playing it for the first time, all knowing the basics and figure it out as you go. Uh, board games are great. <laughs> <laughs> and legacy games. I love legacy games. That's like a new thing that is uh, fairly recent um, that are really cool. Um, we have been we started playing Betrayal Legacy, and that's awesome. It is. Uh, and one of our team members moved out of the country. So fuck them. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Maybe we should just, you know. We just play without them. Play without them. <laughs> I was, was going to pitch that, but... They died on the way back to their country. Yeah, it's you know, it's it's, never, it's unfortunate. <laughs> never seen again. Well, you know, it's he is a past guest of the show. That's true. Just like James, he's now missing. That's right. So <laughs> maybe they're together. Maybe they're in the same city. I don't know, that, that seems would crazy. be crazy. That's silly. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> once again, if you know where James is, let us know. <laughs> We're always looking for him. Uh, you know what? Now I'm glad I took that little estuary into board games because that was fun. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the pirate radio. Radio. Do you guys still listen to radio? <laughs> no, not at all. It has been, I, I have completely replaced it in my life with podcasts. Yeah, same. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Um, I think I would actually be like doing like my chosen, because <laughs> I don't know, I really don't know what to call this, what we do. Is it a job? Is it a hobby? Because we do make a, a little bit of money at it. It's a jobby. It would like, because this is an industry that I t- that I that I do love, and I think I would be doing a disservice to it if I didn't listen to podcasts as well as be- because I do them so much. Uh, if I listen to radio, it's almost like I'm wasting my time when I have a chance to listen to radio, and it's like, well, I should just listen to the podcast because there's definitely one that I that I haven't listened to yet. Maybe there's one I want to listen to again, and that's one of the things that are that is great about podcasts is you can actually go back. And re-listen, yep. if you want. And most radios now too, they are just making podcasts and like yeah. calling it like the radio's podcast. Yeah, yeah. CBC Radio One is really good at that. Their shows, yeah. like they're they're because they have basically been podcasts since the beginning without even realizing it because they had their special interest hours. Like every block on CBC is a different a different hour of uh, unique programming. Guess what? You just made a podcast, so you can like put that up, and they don't have ads either because they're public radio. So, congratulations! Yeah, they figured it out. Energy shortage is the other board game, by the way. Energy shortage. <laughs> oh, thank God! I know uh, people were. <laughs> it was a cliffhanger, and I solved it. <laughs> um, yeah, radio is is real bad. Yeah. Here's, like yeah. that's how I feel, and I've always disliked radio in like as a general, but like you know I didn't have something to to there replace was no it alternative. with. Yeah, yeah. Um, but even like drive, like sometimes I'll you know drive just like a few blocks somewhere. Yeah, a f- few blocks is not. I don't do that. <laughs> I'll walk if I need to. But uh, you know I'll drive somewhere very quickly, and usually if I'm driving somewhere, I'll put on a podcast or I'll put on like something like my Spotify playlist or something. You know something uh, on my phone. 
But if I'm just driving somewhere very quickly, I usually don't want to like do that whole rigmarole. So I just turn on the radio, and every time I'm always disappointed. <laughs> like I'm always like, this is garbage. And I have like you know a bunch of stations in my like quick quick accessing, and like I don't know if this is just how radio works, but it seems like an ad will come on on the station I'm on, and I'll be like, oh, I don't want to listen to this ad. I'll change it to a station that has music. And every station is currently playing an ad, and I'm like. Fuck this shit. <laughs> I turn off the radio and I listen to silence. <laughs> <laughs> well, turn something on. I'm starting to think. <laughs> exactly. But uh but it also like I don't know what it is, but like music like the a song I really like will be on the radio and I'll be like it just do- it like it doesn't sound good. No, it sounds like absolute trash and I don't really you're like, listening to it over FM exactly. waves. And I don't really think about it until I play I'm like, oh, like I'll play music like just for my phone. I'm like, this music sounds so good. <laughs> so, and I just hate I hate shock DJs like they still exist and like Do they ev- actually? Wow. Yeah, and every so often I like I, maybe shock DJs is not the right term, but just DJs in general for radio stations I hate because Like crazy scooter and the dude. There are in still the stuff like that for mm-hmm. sure. Um, but there's also just like normal DJs who will be like, uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, you know, I was uh, cooking something in my air fryer the other day, and uh, you know, it was delicious. It just came out nice and crispy. It was really good. And uh, yeah, all right. Coming up next, we got Cindy Lopper. Girls just want to have. A- and I'm like, what the fuck was that anecdote? <laughs> like, you're just telling me that you cooked something. Coming up next, we got uh, Uptown Girl by Billy Joel. And remember, the 13th caller in today can enter the chance to win an all-expenses-paid trip to Claire's Hall. (laughs) Wow. I mean, contests like that, I got to listen more. Ken's Diner, open now in Claire's home under new management. Um, Here's Uptown Girl. (laughs) I will say, too, is like, I've listened sometimes in the like recent years to like prank calls that they do. Do they still do that? Yeah. But Jesus. what they do, uh, at least this one segment, is they call in. Uh, they call somebody like a uh, or, like a restaurant or something, right? Yeah. Uh, or some kind of business. Basically, they're harassing a business, <laughs> and <laughs> and what they're doing is they're like they're trying to say the lyrics of a song. But like in normal conversation, and like the more they they're the more they're able to like plug in there, the more points they get or something. So it's like they they'll be yeah they'll be like ah oh, hello uh, you know I've just been living in this uptown world, and uh, <laughs> you know like they'll do that. Yeah. And it's just like and I I remember listening to a whole segment once because I was so fascinated by it. I was just like, is this really what's happening right now? <laughs> and the poor person on the other line was just like. Uh, okay, yeah, sure. Like they're being professional and like like what are you supposed to do? Even if they thought like this seems like a prank call, you can't be like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> this is a prank. Because what if like it you're isn't? making yeah. you're making less than minimum wage and you have to deal with this I know. Shit. It's just uh it just bugs me. I hate radio stations, they're dumb. Yeah. No, they um, suck. They're that being just... said, I have a few good friends who work in radio, so apologies <laughs> if you're listening to this. It's not you, it's the system that's the problem. I was almost there. Yeah. I went you to, went to uh, I went to uh, state for yeah. a week. <laughs> a whole week, Kevin. <laughs> Is that that's, more than your college? As long as I went, I was going to say your college. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, thank God I was the only one who saw through the scam. <laughs> I was uh, in uh, uh, new media or like multimedia yeah, yeah. or something, yeah. and I remember like 
we spent three days learning how to set up an email. Mm -hmm. And yeah. then we spent like the next three days learning how to do a, a clock swipe to, on editing videos. And he's like, this is a really good way to show a passage of time in, in movies. And no, I was it's like, not. You know what? <laughs> I'm not going to learn anything here. I don't know, Greg. <laughs> if I see a clock wipe, I'm like, oh, oh. I bet you it's some time has passed. Time's passed. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know about you guys, but I don't know how to set up my email. <laughs> so <laughs> please, please help me. Well, I, I can definitely help you with that. <laughs> That's something that's like, yeah, that was that was a problem at Sate when we were doing radio. It was like uh, we we had to do a we we had to take a like a computer class, mm -hmm. and it was the whole like here's how you create a folder on Windows, on a Windows uh, laptop machine, and I'm like, no, I'm yeah. out. Yeah, I'm yeah, keep, I mean, I'm keeping the backpack, but I'm out. <laughs> with my degree, with my U of L degree, like I I took a couple you know new media classes as electives or yeah, whatever. Sure. And yeah, similar thing. I remember just being like, this is really basic stuff. Like, I don't know, like this is stuff I could learn with a YouTube video yeah. and not pay, yeah. you know, exorbitant amounts of money and spend three months learning. But then so, you don't get that six, six certificates. That, that cert. Yeah. All the jobs open up for you. That's yeah. right. I mean, as you can tell, as you know, Kevin, all the jobs, <laughs> yeah. op all the jobs didn't open up for you because you didn't get your no, certificate. Yeah. 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 And I'm gainfully employed. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> 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 the system works, everyone. Sure does. Yep. <laughs> Do you guys want to create a monopoly? <laughs> I would love to. Okay, like a board game? Uh, no, like a business monopoly. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. thinking maybe we buy Disney. So what do you think? That's a great idea. How much do you think that would cost? Mm, Five hundred billion. <laughs> Five, yeah, probably. Yeah. Well, I could definitely Bezos. get like six hundred dollars. Ooh, that's a start. Yeah, I could get together. I could also match that. Oh, I can't. No? All right. <laughs> so, I'm so sorry. You guys are going to have to do bankrollers on this one. I'm just the creative. <laughs> You're the idea man. Yeah. <laughs> um, Every crew needs an idea man. <laughs> so this, uh, this pirate radio that they do yeah. in the episode... I also think is just, uh, again, like it, it isn't, as you said at the beginning, Greg, it isn't introduced until Act 3. And I think it's wasted potential because of that. Yep. And I don't know if it's just because they couldn't think of enough to do with that concept. But it, watching it this time, I was actually kind of surprised how quickly they're found out. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like they're they're do, they do it uh, two nights, I think, right? Like, and right. on the second night they get caught. Yeah. At, at the same time, like, are we really to expect that they don't recognize Bart's voice? I know that was the other thing, <laughs> like, like uh, using Bart uh, like right off the top and not even really disguising his voice much. Like, he's, no, he didn't even do an accent. I don't. No, think. No, like Lisa did. Like Lisa yeah. was trying to do like the village of the or the blood bloodening uh, yeah. uh, accent, but Bart was just like, uh, "Hello, I'm Bart." <laughs> <laughs> he even said it right, at the time. and they're like, "Wait a yeah. minute." <laughs> um, but yeah, I just I just I felt like there was some, maybe some interesting potential there if it was more a part of the episode where they're revealing these secrets and it causes all the adults to turn on each other. Have you ever seen the television program Radio Free Roscoe? You know, I never watch it. I'm aware of it, and I know it was like a, a nostalgia thing for people in our generation. I watched I... it as it aired. Yeah, that's crazy. It was great. <laughs> it was a great show. That's just about that. It's about mm. high school students, early like early high school students that are like a group of misfits yep. and and people who just want to like want to have an outlet, and they they manage to hook up a, and broadcast a pirate signal from like a little warehouse that they that that they managed to overtake as their clubhouse and all that shit. And it's, it's four seasons of 
just these these four kids running a pirate radio. So hold on. The show's called Radio Free Roscoe? Yeah. But it's about radio? Yeah. Well, it's not radio free then. It's radio plenty. <laughs> oh, no. There's a lot of radio in that. <laughs> yeah, but it, it, it doesn't cost you anything. Well, you see, I think the <laughs> oh, I title it's, it's is a in... Cost, it's a cost thing. I think it's, yeah. I think it's in... It's, like, um, it's supposed to be radio comma free comma Roscoe. <laughs> Unless it's there the was a person things. named Roscoe that was that was in prison, <laughs> and they, that's what their that whole was, purpose was. We need to yeah. get Roscoe out of prison. This is Radio Free Roscoe. <laughs> free Roscoe. Free Roscoe. Free Roscoe. <laughs> um, is there a character named Roscoe? Uh, no, it takes place in the town of Roscoe, oh. or the or the high school's oh. name, like Roscoe High School. Oh, that's um, a dumb name for a high school. <laughs> I, I think the term, uh, like the the idea, is actually from the point of view of the uh, the crusty old vice principal who wants to oh. rid Roscoe of radio. So wow, he the... wants a, a radio free Roscoe. Oh, I see. Mm. It's you know, great title then. Yeah, yeah, you sold me. <laughs> it's like the Last Jedi. It's not that he is the Last Jedi. It's the, ah. the threat is that he is the Last That's Jedi. Right. That's right. That's right. Everything exactly. you just said was wrong. Yeah. Um, not you, Kevin. I was just quoting. The oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> That was a really mean way to say. <laughs> yeah, shut up, brother. Um, <laughs> great film, though. Great movie. Um, yeah, I love it. Well, uh, oh, I was gonna say something about. Oh, uh, I feel like what 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 era was Radio Free Roscoe? Like, was that nineties or? I feel like it's uh, aughts. It's the aughts. Because I feel like that era, like even even it, like ninety nine when this episode aired, like radio was such a thing for yeah. kids. Yeah. Because there was like student bodies. Do you remember that show? I feel like yeah, that was that's I do. The one. Yeah. That, yeah, that's what I thought of when you when he said Radio Free Roscoe. And they, they, I, I mean, was... it was mostly about like just uh, like students, but they they had a radio show in that. I remember, mm-hmm. and there was Radioactive, which is also like a radio based kids show. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Weird kind of maybe because maybe it's literally because the internet was starting to become a thing, and so adults were like, "Let's create shows about radio so that doesn't take over." And they nailed it. They stopped. They stopped the internet. Yeah, yep, they did it. They really did it. Um, <laughs> it never took over. <laughs> but yeah, I just uh, yeah, I feel like there was mispotential with uh, some of that stuff because they never really turn on each other. They have a town hall meeting where it starts to maybe kind of happen, and then immediately they're like, "Oh, we found them," <laughs> and they all drive there. They used to be good at this. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, simpler times. Um, well, anything else we want to say about this episode? No, I don't really have anything else to say because we're kind of off on the uh, whole, like, just... I mean, I guess, like, the ending is also a little weird with the the uh, grandparents. Seniors. Yeah, the, the seniors coming in and being like, yeah, you're also kids. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> See, I, I, I always thought that that was kind of a funny joke. Yeah. Like the like the very idea. the very very ending was like I told you seniors vote in record numbers she's not wrong <laughs> and that's always stuck with me too like yeah. a- anytime I I go and vote I think about the senior vote because of this episode yeah it should always be in real. your mind yeah it's always a threat yeah. always looming <laughs> it's always a threat <laughs> <laughs> yeah young people those seniors the and seniors their values. are controlling our world. <laughs> Yeah, and they're gonna die. And they don't soon. want things to change. <laughs> yeah, they really don't. That's why you need to vote. It's almost like they're afraid. Speaking of voting, yeah, there's a mayoral election coming up, Greg. Really? Yeah. In this city? Yeah. In our fair town? Our fair town, and there's a 
an awful person who might become mayor. So, really? So everyone listening who lives in Calgary, please vote. Jesus Christ. There's always an awful person I who know. might become something. <laughs> you can't go to sleep for a minute, people, because these must stay vigilant. Conservatives. Is, is they don't sleep either. Then she's the current mayor. And is he not running again? Uh, I heard he might I not th- be. I, I don't know if that's for sure yet or not. This is the, I'm the wrong person to ask about politics, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> clearly but I just know because I've gotten like the little mailers of this uh, this bad person that right, I don't of like. Course. And so I know that they're running, and I want to not let them win. Sure. But I don't know if Nenshi's running yet. And if that's widespread knowledge that I'm just a dum-dum about, my apologies. <laughs> we should volunteer at a polling place. Nah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't want to get involved in politics, Greg. Well, it's not being involved in politics, being involved in the electoral system. Difference. Yeah. There's a difference. <laughs> being involved in the electoral system ensures the purity of the demo- democratic process. It's a beautiful thing. Mm. I don't know. From my understanding, there's always fraud. Jesus stop the Christ. steal, stop, right? Stop the steal. Jesus stop Christ. The I'm stopping this podcast. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, Kevin. <laughs> See you guys. <laughs> Now let's head over to the reference desk. Oh, okay. Reference desk. The title, Wild Barts Can't Be Broken, is based on a movie, Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Do you know what this movie's about? Uh, Cowboys? Close. All right. It's about diving horses. And if you're like me and you read that and you're like, what the hell's a diving horse? Let me tell you. (laughs) Apparently, yeah, I'm completely. This is, a, this is like a a thing that they used to do where they just train horses to dive into water as like a a stunt, as a thing, like circuses, you know. So it's like that 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 Simpsons episode with the diving horse. There, what? <laughs> <laughs> There's a Simpsons episode with a diving horse. No, no, horse? Like that at all. Yeah, it's Furious D Duncan. That's where they get Duncan. The he's a diving horse. I thought he was a racing horse. No, at the very beginning, oh. is, that's where they get him. Like his it's been owner so long since I watched is that trying episode. to force him to to jump off of a thing, and that's yeah, that's probably that. Yeah, that sounds right. It's then. a diving horse. It must be a diving. So horse. it's li- li- it's literally a horse that dives. Yeah, and uh, Cliff Robertson's in it. Cliff Robertson. Yeah, Uncle Ben. Uncle Ben. <laughs> he didn't win an Oscar for that too, did he? <laughs> is he the horse? <laughs> yeah, he plays a horse. <laughs> Um, chameleon that guy <laughs> that uh do you think like the writers are super stoked when they have like a kid-centric episode because they can just replace any saying with heart with the word bart in the title <laughs> i think you're right i think they, <laughs> i think they get very excited <laughs> like we can just make one of this like, this is gonna be so easy <laughs> uh what are some other good ones barts of atlantis do you think that do you think that was one <laughs> Um, uh, 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 a- achy breaky Bart. That's probably one. <laughs> it definitely. I was gonna is. say that probably is yeah. one. Hold yeah. on, let me look. Achy, breaky, Bart. We're figuring it out in real time. Um, oh, I spelled it horribly. It just comes <laughs> up with achy breaky heart by Billy Ray Cyrus. So maybe it's not one. Wow. All right. Well, I Get, hope they're listening. Season thirty-three. Yeah, come on, on. <laughs> come on. Episode seven hundred and two. Um. Anyway, back to the references. Uh, We have Girls Just Want to Have Fun, Cindy Lauper. Yep. Remember her? Yep. Mm -hmm. Uh, From earlier in the podcast? Yep. Uh, There's, uh, so I put this one in there just because uh, some of our U.S. listeners might not, uh, or other places in the world listeners might not know, but uh, they reference how the isotopes are threatening to move to Moose Jaw. Which is a town 
In Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan, Canada. That's where my mm-hmm. sister used to live. Weird. <laughs> yes. She lived there for a little while. I'll tell you why offline. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we went to Moose Jaw as young, as young bucks. Yep. Just Kevin and I. <laughs> <laughs> we were on a journey. <laughs> it was like the movie The we Wizard. We ran away from home. <laughs> it's on the highway, right? It's on Highway 1. Uh, I mean, listen, I can't tell I you that know. for sure, but probably. <laughs> it was definitely just we were doing a trip across Canada, and that was one of the stops we had right. was in Moose Jaw. Yeah. And I just remember us as kids thought that was a very funny name for a town, and we made fun of it relentlessly, um, and, and still do. <laughs> and our mom lied to us about why it was named that. She told us that it was famous for a giant moose jaw. Oh yeah, being like she, gas- was like a, she gaslit her children. <laughs> there was like a statue of like a moose jaw or something like that was like huge. There is apparently. a big moose. That was there. Yeah, is there? Which, yeah, okay. which, I mean maybe maybe she was only a jaw. Lying then. Yeah, that moose does have a jaw. So maybe it just maybe it was lost in translation of you know it's a giant moose <laughs> who therefore has a giant jaw. But so, it's more guess, it's, yeah. it's all of the moose, not just the jaw. <laughs> so on a technicality, your mom is still a good person. Yes. Right. That yeah. is, that is what we always say. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, uh, you're okay, Mom. Yeah. She doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I don't know. I think she listened to her episode, and that's it. <laughs> My mom didn't even do that. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's not surprising. Well, that's, that's the one episode I won't listen to. It's my, my episode. So, Well, great. Uh, take me out of the ball game. Please take me out to the ball game. No, I'm asking you, Greg. Can you take me we out can't. to the ball? I would really love to, but Not currently really. they're using the Calgary Cannon Stadium for vaccine mm. distribution. Well, you know what? Noble. Yeah. But uh, after that, <laughs> great. Let's go to a ball game. Yeah. Uh, but no, um, uh, Brockman says uh, you can root, root, root for the home team. That's the reference. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just listen. I just write them down. I don't say if they're good <laughs> references or they're bad references. They just exist. Um, uh, they sing a rendition of Queens. We are the champions, and uh, and also uh, the other one. What's we will one? rock. Thank you. you. <laughs> um, which uh, do you know this? Do you know this fact that uh, it was just the B side? Yes. And a DJ was just like, I don't know. I'll play this one too, and then it became a hit too. So now they always played together. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, me too. I hate that that <laughs> is the case because. Okay, <laughs> we we are the champions. I don't like that song. I think I think we will rock it's, you is much better. Yeah, that's a good song. We are the champions is just such a. It's becomes just like it's not a it's not a song. It's just yeah. like a thing to play when people win things. It's frankly know? like a lot of Queen songs have become, but more mm. so because I think there's but a it's lot also of a bad Queen yeah, song. I think the there's thing. a lot of Queen songs that just don't work as songs anymore because I've heard them so many yeah. times. Like another one bites the dust is another one mm. that another that one's gone, another one's gone, another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust is another one. That another bites one the that dust. bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> we can keep going. This is just, we're, uh, we're trapped. Oh, we're, we're trapped in a loop. We're trapped in a loop. <laughs> oh no. Um, uh, but you know, one thing I will say about the song "Bohemian Rhapsody" is that no one will ever listen to that in their cars uh, and bang their heads to it. Definitely not. Uh, Did yeah. you see that movie? <laughs> Which movie? <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Yeah. It's just my least favorite part of that movie, a movie that's very bad overall, uh, is when Mike Myers, Mike Myers makes a cameo. And talks and, about And his says movie. that. He yeah. says, uh, no one will ever... He doesn't... Uh, a Scottish accent. I don't know if you know that Mike Myers can do a Scottish accent. Uh, he can't, but... <laughs> <laughs> so 
Sorry. Wait, that's really a scene in the movie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Have you not seen it? Oh my it? God. It's fucking No, I've never seen it. No, it's bad. But yeah, the, he's he's like a record producer in the movie and he's talking to Scottish accent and they're like, here's our here's our new single. It's called Bohemian Rhapsody. And he's like, and he listens to it and he's like, oh, one thing I'll tell you is no one's ever going to listen to this song in their cars. Like, I can't remember the exact quote, but it's basically like a winky thing about Wayne's World. And it's like, all yeah. right, fuck you. <laughs> Way to make this movie about you. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Anyway, Rocket Man, good movie. Watch good that, movie. Watch that yeah. one instead. Yeah, watch Rocket Man's watch, good. Watch Rocket Man. Yeah, I watched same, that one. Yeah. Same director. Um. Well. Nope. Yep. You're I right. Know, I know. You're right. It's the same director. It's it. Yeah. Because the other one didn't show up and is a sex criminal. <laughs> uh. More music stuff though. Uh. uh Wiggum says Achtun babies. I like that reference. That's funny. Which is a yeah. reference to the U2 album, which also is a reference to the producers. Yeah. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Great. And to the German language, right? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and to babies, which are uh, the, the young of mammals. Um, mm-hmm. Slug humans. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, many past and future guests uh, currently dealing with those <laughs> in, slugs. in various ways. <laughs> um, we wish them the best. Uh, the Game of Life uh, and Hungry Hungry Hippos are the kind of the two main board games parodied in that board game scene. Um, the okay. So this uh, shitty sitcom. What's it called again? Don't, don't go, there. go there. Yeah, don't go there. And talk to the hand. Talk to the hand yeah. is the other one. Uh, but the don't go there one specifically is modeled to look like the friend set, like the <laughs> okay. coffee shop. Okay. Yeah. So it's you know it's not a direct reference, but it's clear uh, obviously just a parody of shitty sitcoms at the time. Friends being one of them. Um, and then uh, talk to the hand. Uh, again, like just kind of general sitcom fodder, but also. Uh, when Marge says, oh, they said that it uh, snaps, crackles, and pops, mm-hmm. apparently that's an actual review of Just Shoot Me that Variety did at one point. So Variety was like, ah, this new sitcom Just Shoot Me snaps, crackles, and pops. So they were ripping that off. Anyway. Um, Just Shoot Me does sound like a a show that would be on after Don't Go There. Yeah. <laughs> Just did the ever, title. Did you ever watch Just Shoot Me? Hell no. <laughs> My like at this point in time, nineteen ninety nine, my entire uh, experience with primetime was the same as Bart and Lisa's, mm. except for Negative. Friends. Like you were like, oh no, it's Friends. <laughs> yeah, I would watch Friends with my with my parents. I mean, I watched so much TV just because that was like the thing we did. Yeah, you know, and that ties into what Kev was saying earlier about The Simpsons and how it's just this is what we watched. We just watched it, and so there's so many shows that I watched. Um, of that era in the 90s that like just shoot me is one of them i watched yeah. so much just shoot me i couldn't tell you any plot points from that show now because i haven't watched it since then but yeah. i remember watching so much of it and that's who, how i learned who david spade was um uh and then also uh enrico colantoni who i think is a great actor uh that's where i first saw him um but then he was on galaxy quest and then he uh is great in veronica mars oh, of so, course yeah. of course yeah yes and the um the the guy who plays the boss in Just Shoot Me, he just passed away. Yeah, actually, I saw uh, that. I can't yesterday. remember. I can't remember the the actor's name, but he yeah he passed recently. And I was like, I was like, I don't know that name, and I looked. I was like, oh, it was the boss from Just Shoot Me. <laughs> I'm sure he would love that to be his legacy. Uh, <laughs> and and weirdly, uh, Jessica Walter, who also sadly just passed away, uh, she plays his ex wife in Just Shoot Me. Oh really? Like, there's like an yeah, there's like an episode where she plays his wife. Oh wow, yeah. So, um, they they passed away together, I guess. <laughs> the, the just shoot me get curses. Yeah, <laughs> David Spade, look out! Oh God, no, not Cusco. 
Um, I mean, yeah. Sorry, his, sorry to bring his... it bring it down a dark. I'm watching The Wire, so I'm yeah. I'm you're in a, dark, you're in a dark place. It's okay. It's all good. That's um, your neutral. <laughs> uh, the Bloodening is a direct parody of Village of the Damned. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch that? I didn't. No. So it looks I got a story about this. Oh boy. So, did, you get, did you get dumped while watching Village of the Damned? <laughs> no, I, I got a girlfriend with. Oh it great. No, no, I'm just kidding. Um, so I wanted. I knew the only thing I remembered from this uh, episode was that it parodied Village of the Damned. Mm. Uh, so I really wanted to be prepared. So I was like, <laughs> I'm going to go watch that. But I forgot that it was called Village of the Dam and not Children of the Corn. Oh, so I watched. I watched Children of the Corn to prepare for this episode. <laughs> and then when I realized my mistake, I did watch both versions of Village of the Damned. Also, oh, wow. how is it? And uh, not good. <laughs> well, the the original is actually decent, but yeah. not not amazing. What? When was the the second? Like when was the remake? So the original was 1960. Yeah. Uh, and then the remake was John Carpenter, and that was uh, oh. 1992, I think. I didn't realize it was a John Carpenter. And it was Chris Christopher Reeves and uh, oh, uh, yeah. Kirstie Alley. Kirstie Alley? Kirstie Alley? Kirstie Alley. It's his last role before he uh, before got, his, before got his paralyzed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, it's not great. The, Chris, the John Carpenter one is 20 minutes longer than the original, and I think it just adds a couple more deaths. Nice. There's a, a janitor falls off or kills himself by jumping off a building while holding a broom to his chest Classic. so that the broom goes through him. Do you think <laughs> that's a lot? Do you think M. Night Shyamalan made the happening based on this parody? <laughs> what? Because no. it's the bloodening. <laughs> He's like, I need something like that, but like not with not as scary. Yeah. <laughs> we'll call it the happening. Not as stupid. <laughs> I know. The happening. The happening. It's the but trace. also, I, I just got to say that Children of the Corn is terrible. As oh, well, it's yeah. It's, re- yeah. it's really bad. Yeah. Don't watch it. I mean, I definitely confuse those two a lot as well because in Village of the Damned, there are children yeah. who are doing it. So I was like, oh. That, There's no, that, no corn, though. Yeah, that must be the children of the corn. <laughs> that must be who <laughs> those those children are. They're of the corn, of course. Um, yeah. Anyway. Well, thanks for doing that research for us, Kev. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> we'll we'll have an yeah. ongoing segment of uh, Kevin watches shitty horror movies that su- <laughs> that re- kind of reference The Simpsons, and we'll check in with you. Uh, All right. <laughs> got the Teletubbies. Yeah, no, yeah. No else watches the Teletubbies, and he's got underpants. He sure does. Teletubbies. What a weird thing to go go hard on. Yeah, I I liked the first joke with it, like yeah, when like, they first fine. Yeah. revealed it. I was like, yeah, that's good. But then like. Almost like just two minutes later, they like <laughs> yeah. had another one, and it's like, okay, leave him alone. Yeah, he watches Teletubbies. <laughs> <laughs> He's ten. Yeah, let him let him enjoy something. Jesus. Let him be a kid. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, they have an R gang slash little rascals parody. Yep. Where with the dog, with the dog, and Millhouse has his hair slicked up like Very alfalfa. Uh, Rice Krispies, Snap Crackle Pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, for some reason, on the radio, uh, Franklin D. D. Roosevelt's uh, speech about uh, Pearl Harbor was going. A day that will live. Yeah, in I, I didn't get what that was. I'm pretty sure it's just to reference the fact that isn't radio old? Yeah, yeah. So that's like still coming in yeah. on the waves. <laughs> I don't and know. also, they yeah. they get they literally get an old radio. Yeah, yeah. That's not what radios <laughs> look like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like because it makes sense when they have that at the seniors' home 
Yeah. And they have that kind of radio. But it's weird that Lisa's just like, I got this radio. Yeah. Like, what? Where'd you get that? Stole it from Grandpa. Uh, American Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Gyro and Pyro. Gyro and Pyro. They fight yep. with our little Q-tips. Yep. Did you guys ever watch American Gladiators? I watched the new one sometimes. There's a new one? Yeah. I'm kind of into, like, I, I like... I like obstacle course games. Yeah, me too. Uh, I like Ultimate Beastmaster. But I think yeah. this has come up before. You never watched Nickelodeon's Guts. No, I didn't. I You're watched, missing out. I watched Uh-Oh. It's American Gladiator. That's not obstacle courses. Great. Wait, still I've, Nickelodeon. I've never even heard of Nickelodeon Guts. <laughs> what? Kevin, you don't know it either? I don't think so. This is a betrayal. This is a, this is a you, top 10 anime betrayals right now. Did you make this up? No. <laughs> Nickelodeon. You're thinking about oh. No, it's guts. There was the yes, the cra- let's the cra- gaslight him together. <laughs> Damn it. No. <laughs> the aggro crag. It's the big uh-huh. mountain at the end that they had to climb. There was a video game. There was an SNES game of it that I played. That was the closest I ever got to playing guts. Write in and tell us about guts, everybody. Oh, you're going to get so many letters. <laughs> <laughs> please everyone i Got know sense. i'm i mike mike westfall <laughs> you must know this <laughs> you're a nickelodeon fanatic yeah I'm, um, I'm sorry i'm usually with you on these uh references to our childhood but uh it was like an american gladiators for kids like they except they didn't have the actual gladiators who like were against the contestants but it was that concept where it was three kids they had a different color and they had to go through obstacle courses. There was always like a a, a bungee uh, segment where they'd be attached to a bungee cord, and they had to like jump down and shoot basketballs or do something else. Um, and then, yeah, the final a survivor. Was... <laughs> <laughs> All right, <laughs> I could sing the theme song, but you'll just make fun of me for that too. <laughs> Does it go like this? It's uh-oh! No! It's not uh-oh! <laughs> There's no Punisher involved. Guts, do, 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 you have it. That's how it goes, anyway. Really? Yeah. That's like, what it is? you have guts, yeah. Oh, shit! Oh, are you remembering now? No, I've seen something else that All references right. this. <laughs> but it's a weird crossover, I'll tell you later. The prize at the end, if you win, is a piece of the aggro crag which I thought was really cool. But I also, in my kid brain, was always like, they're going to run out of Hagar Craig eventually, <laughs> not realizing they just create these separately from the actual... It's like save the rainforest yeah. to save the aggro Craig. <laughs> anyway, all right, let's move on. Uh, Anyways. We got Bye Bye Birdie from... Uh, or Kids from Bye Bye Birdie is the song uh, parodied at the end there. And uh, Colonel Clink is also referenced again. Cause As if Bart would know who that is. Yeah, that was another weird reference. That's that, like, such a why are the kids talking about Colonel boomer Clink? Boomer writers, like, uh, we all love Colonel Clink, right? Because they did a whole thing in uh, the with his uh, uh, Mindy, the Mindy episode. Yeah. Right? When Colonel, he was a ghost, right? Yeah, or Colonel like, Clink is his yeah. uh, guardian angel or whatever. Also, and, it was nearly 10 years ago, and it was a much more relevant reference. <laughs> well, yeah, and like it's, but it's also like it works because it was Homer yeah. first of all. It works but also, because it's Homer. It's closer to the cancellation of that show. Yeah, but also like as as a kid watching it, I was like, I don't know who Colonel Clink is, but Homer clearly does, yeah. and that's funny because he's so excited about him. <laughs> and I thought he was funny. I was like, who's this weird guy who's like Homer? Anyway. But they really needed something to rhyme with stink. So. That's true. Yeah. Nothing else does. No, it was, it was integral. Yeah. Dink. Can't say that on TV. Pink. Can't say that on TV. Rink. Definitely can't say that on TV. <laughs> yeah. 
you're canceled. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Cut all this out. <laughs> Don't give Ife more fodder. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, and then the other thing I wanted to re- mention, just because I was so confused by this. Yeah. Uh, apparently there's a uh, like parody song uh, that Homer sings very briefly when he's waiting uh, in the car. Yeah. Yeah, that was so weird. And so I looked it up because I was like, what the hell is he doing? Because I didn't get it. Apparently it was also ad-libbed by Castellaneta and uh, they kept it in to to pad the length. <laughs> Great. But the whole song goes, it's a parody of Whistle While You Work. Uh-huh. And it goes, Whistle While You Work, Hitler is a Jerk, Mussolini bit his weenie, now it doesn't work. So the only thing we hear in the episode is, Hitler is a Jerk, Mussolini... And it cuts away, and I'm like, "What the hell was that?" Yeah, it was like half a second. It's yeah, so it's weird. so it was so bizarre. But that's apparently the parody. It's like a you know, uh, Jingle Bells, Batman smells kind yeah. of thing. That was just, I guess, uh, kids would say it to it's each another other. Another boomer thing. Yeah, yeah, fucking weird. Anyway, uh, those are the references. Great, good job. Thanks. Favorite joke? Uh, mine is uh, uh, another Marge one. Yeah, because she's killing it. Yeah, still. Yeah, with her. With I'm glad her. you picked a Marge one. Um, but it's uh, when they're driving, and he's and she goes, "Homer, can you stop talking about the children's graves?" <laughs> that was my runner-up. Yeah, I just lo- yeah, I just love like she's so exasperated by it, and I, I like I like those jokes where you like you you feel the backstory to it because like in that moment he just said it once, mm-hmm. but it, like it, it implies the- that she's that he does it all the time. Yeah, it reminds me of the Millhouse's teeth joke. Yeah, yeah. So, exactly. Your favorite you know, joke. I still get to enjoy it. Yeah, your your favorite joke that has no negative memories associated yeah. with it. <laughs> there's one. There's one in the in this episode that that's that's a Marge one, and and it's like it's a little it's a little too mean, but I also think it's really funny, and it's like stick it out to the bitter end. Even like oh, even if yeah. you even if you bet on a loser, you stick oh, yeah. it out to the bitter to end. The very end. And she like looks right, at because he's camera. like picking his ear. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's I think it's a little too mean, but I I also think it's pretty funny. At the same time, it's just I, I I like the the repressed Marge jokes. Yeah, like it it reminds me of the uh, of Lisa's date with density. It's like, but I kept at him, and now he's a completely different person. Mom, but mom, he's, he's a, a completely <laughs> different person. <laughs> like that kind of stuff. That's, yeah, uh, I do like that. Maybe I, it reminded me. Maybe I liked it because it reminded me <clears throat> of a better joke. Yeah, no, that's fair, and I do think again like this is a trend they start to veer more towards is the idea that uh marge is like thinks homer's awful yeah (laughs) but she's like just sticking with him you know because of reasons yeah and i i obviously prefer where it's like no she truly loves him and like for all his flaws and you know he has a good heart and that's why she wants to stay with him and that kind of thing it's like they they veer away from that a bit as the seasons start to progress so it's it's weird that they would do that yeah because it's so clearly better the other way positivity is always better than negativity it's something that uh that, yep. that we can always try and get back to i'm gonna try and get back to it i've been saying it this year's sucked yeah so it's been tough yeah i'm gonna try and get back to it though guys i'm gonna try and be more positive yeah you know i just that brings up something i just want to mention in general like i've i've watched like some youtube videos uh recently from 2019 yeah of people saying like, man, 2019 was a garbage year. Well, you know, <laughs> and then, and I think about it, I'm like, every year it happens. Every year, yep. everyone goes, man, this most recent year was such a bad year. Let's, let's hope the next year's better. And it's like, I don't know. I just think it's this trend in general because yeah, there's a lot of awful things happening in the world. I'm not going to argue that by any means, but I think every year has such 
hardships and such like negative things happening that it's always going to be like, man, this was a bad year. And uh, while you shouldn't ignore the actual bad things that are happening in the world, which are many, you should still try and like you're saying, like bring it back to positivity and bring it back to sincerity and like, and, and not be so negative about, uh, about simple things, you know, like yeah. that's the thing. Like there's, there's things that are actually like really bad, but when people are like, oh man, I, I stubbed my toe the other day. Uh, fuck 2020. And it's like, come on. Like <laughs> there are legitimate reasons yeah. to be mad about the state of the world and, and that kind of thing. But you need to focus on those things and, and hopefully inspire change and not focus on just, you know, oh, I fell down yesterday. <laughs> and like, yeah, that sucks. It happens though. Just get, get, why do we fall master Wayne? So we can learn to pick ourselves up. Okay. Thank you, Michael Caine. <laughs> we had Michael Caine uh, on on deck, ready to go. For yeah, just he that. was he was the B guest. Yeah. Right? That's right. <laughs> thank you, He's Sir Michael. Leaving. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank uh, you. You did exactly what we asked you to. Thank you so much. Uh, Loved you in Tenet. Uh, your checks in the. Uh, you were fine. <laughs> Don't tell him that. I'm so, Don't say listen. These. I'm. I'm, I'm still. No, in the he house. likes it. He's. 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 He gave me a, a like a nod of he respect. He appreciated he, your he likes candor. honesty. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, he's a good guy. Anyway, that was the whole tension. I just it, the, your your thing just reminded me of that about how it just happens every year. And we recently. got and we got Michael Caine on Mike. Yeah, so good job. Yeah, um, my favorite joke um, is the entire depiction of the isotopes as the worst <laughs> of the worst. Uh, I think that's brilliant, and I love that they did it again. Just, I think I think what really gets me is them running out. And it's that classic immediate thing, like the what we were talking about with the Seinfeld bit, where like where Jerry goes on to tell jokes to kids, and you just hear immediately boo, <laughs> and it's they it's like your Springfield isotopes boo, everyone's immediately <laughs> just down on them, and they like one of them rolls their ankle as soon as they pulls a real Greg move and rolls their ankle immediately as yep. soon as they get out of the dugout. Uh, I loved it. Just the crowd booing kind of reminds me of the the my favorite joke in Wet Hot American Summer when uh, the talent show and everyone's like dancing along to them singing and then immediately just start booing. <laughs> <laughs> that movie's great. Oh, that's, that's so, so good. good. I actually just rewatched the uh, the first day of camp uh, miniseries we're we're rewatching we watched the we watched the movie and now we're rewatching yeah. the first day of camp yeah and then yeah I, i'm gonna watch the 10 years later one as well but it's great uh all that stuff i love those guys the that weird, yeah, weirdo team the stella team or whatever took me a really long time to come around on them yeah really long time um it was james actually who uh first got me into them so well, that, hopefully we find them so that one can, goes out to him yeah, wherever he is help help other people yeah. discover it we're thinking of him yeah uh, Kevin, what was your favorite joke? Uh, so I liked all of the the baseball stuff too. Like that was definitely the highlight of the episode to me. But I think in particular, the joke that made me laugh the most was uh, he's pointing at the stands, probably at a dying little boy. <laughs> like it just seems so out of nowhere. Like why would yeah. somebody think that's what he's doing? <laughs> and then Bart, mom, am I dying? Yeah. <laughs> no. Is he dying, mom? You can tell me. No. Yeah. <laughs> It's a pretty good run. Yeah, yeah, that was all good. And then immediately after that was the the signaling a bunt thing. So yeah. like yeah. that whole, which is also good. that whole thing was just just great. Uh, great MVP. Um, oh god, probably 
I can tell you mine. Probably Marge. Because <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I love her. Uh, I, I love her in that scene that you just talked about. It's like, no, he's not dying. That's crazy. I love the, the joke that was your favorite joke. And I also love the Marge kite when it gets stuck right. in her hair. Also, there's the one where uh, I can't remember exactly what they say, but she, she's like, she's, she uh, jabs at the kids. Yeah. Right. And then it's like, oh, that was that was cold blooded Marge. She's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my MVP is uh, technical director Stan Kadlubowski. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Why is that? He's great. <laughs> he did a good job, a, but I mean, did, like, did something stand out to you? That Stan I just thought it was a funny uh, joke. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like cuts to him eating a hot dog. He's like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's going, going, going. Our technical director today was Stan Kadlubowski. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it'd be funny. I'd be fu- I thought it'd be funny to name him as the MVP. That is funny because I couldn't actually that's, think of a real one. Oh, no, that's really good. That's a really good option. <laughs> what a funny way! Because it's like because this commentator knows it's over. Yeah, he wants to wrap it up as soon as possible. <laughs> Our technical director. Because <laughs> they have to do credits yeah. every time, that's and right. they have to speak them. They gotta get those plugs out, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, do you have an MVP? Uh, yeah, my MVP was uh, in the same vein. It was Dennis Conroy, who is the, <laughs> is that the uh, announcer. The announcer, yeah. <laughs> I, I actually was going to put him, and then I remembered the stand, the technical director bit, so I changed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he made me laugh the most. So yeah, he he wins. That's great. Uh, well, we did it. We did it. Yep. Uh, we determined once and for all whether or not wild barts can be broken. They can. And whoa. <laughs> Oh, I never thought, mind. I thought we. I thought we decided they can't. I thought they couldn't. <laughs> I think they can be. All right. Well, the the debate rages on. Then. I just yeah. I just think because they're all stuck inside at the end anyway. Mm. But they did it. So so he's broken by in the, the sense scene. Of that. I see. Yeah. But but at that point he's not wild anymore. Mm. Ah. So that's a good point. So, so he's a tame Bart. That's a good. Also a good point. So if a wild <laughs> Bart can be broken, wouldn't it then be tame? It's like the ship of Theseus. <laughs> You're right. You're right. It's exactly like the ship of Theseus. Yep. Um, well, thank you to everyone for listening. Yeah. Thanks to Kevin, my little bro, for hey, joining thanks, us. Thanks, guys. So and where can people find Thousand Yards Stare? Uh, if you go on uh, rambunctious.com, uh, R-A-M-B-U-N-X-I-O-U-S, we spelt it a weird way. I'm, yeah. I'm sure that Boathouse Studios can understand. Yeah, we sure can. The, 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 Got to get uh, that search engine optim- optimization, baby. Um, so yeah, I, I actually don't know if we sell it on there, but you can you can find all of our stuff on there. You can find it on Blu-ray at Walmart, right? Sometimes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think Walmart stopped carrying it. Oh, dang it. <laughs> at, at some point, you could have. You can find it on Amazon also, amazon.ca, uh, amazon.com. And uh, you're working on the the sequel, which will be all about Dennis, correct? It's Million Yard Stare. Million Yard Stare, starring Dennis. That was the, <laughs> yeah. char- that was the character I played, in case people yeah. don't I had one scene. <laughs> Dennis the Menace? No. No. Dennis the non- hey, non-soldier. <laughs> uh, this is the first time in one of our movies that you didn't die, though. That's true. Oh, yeah. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. Which I will say, we are, we have a, a a good chunk of emails. Uh, I know we haven't done like a mailbag in a while. Um, I think we more or less are kind of deciding we're going to do like a, a season wrap. 
Yeah, uh, like I think we're gonna mailbag do, along with the season wrap. Maybe even a whole episode of mailbag. Yeah, who that's, knows? That's the thing. So yeah. we, we are accumulating them, and we're gonna do a, a big one. Uh, so I, this is also me saying, if you have a question for us, um, especially because we're gonna be moving on to a new project at the end of this this season, um, which we won't announce yet, but. Um, but if you have questions for us or something you want that, you know, some some itching that we haven't talked about with this run of 10, episodes, 10 seasons of The Simpsons, uh, now's your chance to start sending those in so that we have, uh, because uh, obviously we appreciate every email, but a lot of them are just like, hey, we like your podcast and you guys are great. Which, again, please continue those as well. God, I can't get enough of that. Helps our ego a That's lot. That's really nice. But if you have questions that will give good fodder for us to discuss, uh, do that as well. That would be great. Um, so please send those in. Um Aside from that, uh, next episode is uh, Sunday Cruddy Sunday, mm-hmm. which I think will be a cruddy episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's about the Super Bowl, baby. Sure is. Um, but, uh, oh, Patreon. That's the other thing I'll plug. Subscribe to our Patreon. Two bucks a month gets you all of our bonus content, including the aforementioned Monopoly game that we played with the Cinevals that we'll be uploading the end of this month. And then uh, we'll still have uh, other things coming out. Oh, I was going to ask you this, because we just finished our Star Wars uh, commentary series. Uh, I have an idea for our next commentary series. Uh huh. Do you want me to say it on mic? Uh, may- may- maybe. Jurassic Park. Uh. I think we should do the JP trilogy, baby. Oh, just the trilogy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nah, none of that world shit. <laughs> yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I like parks. I hate worlds. <laughs> I, like, I just, I, like I just really don't want to watch Fallen Kingdom again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's the one I would, I would be more adverse to doing. Uh, I actually like World. I don't love it, but I, in, I can have fun with Raptor it. Raptor Squad, baby. Yeah, Raptor Squad. The T Rex is back. Spoilers. Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, everybody, and we'll see you next time. Keep watching the skis. <laughs>